My name's Richard Lannan, rhymes with Cannon, and this is the Fenestration News Podcast. My guest today is Tim Taylor, who is the commercial director of Vika PLC. In this episode, I talk to Tim about the price rises that are happening in our industry and are impossible for businesses to ignore. So, without further ado, let's get started. Tim, welcome to the show. Thanks, Richard. Good to be here. Price increases are a problem for everyone at the moment, but why are we experiencing price rises? Yeah, Richard, I'm, I'm really glad you asked that question. It's, uh, it's something on the tip of most people's tongues at, at the moment. Um, it was only reported, I think, uh, this week in the press that um, prices and inflation had risen to around about 9% out there in the, uh, in the retail market. And that was up from about 5 or 6% just a month before. Um, a lot of that's to do with a lot of the input costs. So whether that be energy, um, you look at fuel in the in the food sector, you've got fertilizer and animal feed, and, and all all being really raised on the back of the uh, the, the unfortunate position in uh, in Ukraine and Russia at the moment. But before February, before that kicked off, we we did have a lot of worker shortages, um, and the demand for shipping across the world had, had really kicked off after COVID. So. We're starting to see some ridiculous price rises in, in some of the consumer good um, products. Um, I think it reported that pasta was uh, 50% up on this time last year and bread was, was almost 20% up. So um, people, people out there are, are really having to, uh, to, to look after um, their money at the moment and make sure that uh, they're getting good value for, uh, for, for money. Yeah, I think you're right. That that makes perfect sense because a lot of people think about it from just their sort of business side of things. But if you look at it as that, you know, the world itself is that there's so many costs that are increasing and it's got to be passed on somewhere. So what impact is that having on the fenestration industry? It's challenging for the fenestration industry. If you if you look at some of our raw materials, so the, the profile that, that is produced and profile companies such as Vika are made from a number of input uh, raw material goods, and, and a big portion of that is PVC, polyvinyl chloride. And the way in which that comes in the raw material is, is as resin, and 80% of the profile is made up uh, for, from this resin. The remainder is made up of things like titanium dioxide, which puts the, the nice white colour in, different pigments that we may use, and stabilisers to make that that piece of PVC profile uh, usable for the fabricator. But 65% of that resin comes from ethylene. And ethylene is a a, a downstream product from naphtha, which comes from petroleum. And petroleum is, is in all intents and purposes, crude oil. And therefore, we were at the mercy of the uh, crude oil market. And you'll have seen back in March, the crude oil price peaked at about $125 a barrel, which was uh, exceptional. And for the last month, it's still been trading over £100 a barrel. So we don't have uh, a great deal of control. In fact, no control of that market. And, and that cost is passed on through those raw materials that we see day by day coming into our site. So that's just one part of it. Uh, the, the second part really is the energy uh, and the energy uh, that's used in the manufacture of this product is 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 quite high. It's a it's a large industrial manufacturing process, and with the global uh, energy crisis, especially with the gas pipelines and the gas supply at the moment, um, we've really seen 
uh, those energy prices in the manufacturing of that resin shoot up in the last few months. Um, we're seeing that as consumers, aren't we, as, as the surcharge in April has increased. So the industrial market is, is seeing that um, uh, same rate as well. So those are two, two massive input costs which uh, we have to take into the business. Which, absolutely, I think everyone can relate to those, whether it is the gas or, or you know, they're seeing the petrol prices at the pumps. So uh, it's, it's definitely something everyone's aware of. How does that affect Vika specifically in Burnley? Okay, yeah, so we, those raw materials um, are, are, are the mainstay of, of our production uh, and manufacturing process. But on top of that, we have our own energy costs. So we have the energy, the electricity to run the site, to run our extrusion tools uh, in the production plant. And we constantly use um, a, a procurement team. We've got a team of buyers um, and they use brokers to make sure that they purchase energy on the market at, at, at the right time. Um, it's a very challenging market at the moment, as you'd expect, so um, quite limited opportunity. But that's, that, that, that's their main uh, objective, is to manage and, and, and mitigate those price rises. But secondly, we have large transportation costs, so we take our product to customers all over the country. Um, and diesel, as you said uh, before, you know, at the petrol pumps, um, that skyrocketed over the last few months. And we are seeing um, port import costs um, when we bring some of our raw material in across the channel. Um, those port uh, uh, costs have, have also started to go um, considerably higher as, as it takes longer and, and uh, this high complexity of getting that product in. And then the, the final piece, I guess, which is probably for us the most important one is employment costs. So we have uh, over 400 people on site at Vika in Burnley, um, and every person here is, is, is paramount to the, the success of our business and making sure that we have the right people in the right place so that we can produce our profile and our products and make sure that we get them shipped out to our customer uh, in a timely basis is massively important. So we are seeing employment costs starting to rise, and we have to manage that to make sure that we balance that with making sure that we have the right people in the right place at the right time. Well, I've uh, Tim, I've been lucky enough to have the tour of your site. It's a fantastic site, very big, and you've got some fantastic people there. So I, I can definitely see where all the money's being spent, and I dread to think what it costs you to run a site like that. But with that in mind, does having recycled material help? Yeah, so ha having um, Vika Recycling based down in Wellingborough is, uh, is certainly a help for us. And during the pandemic, it was our lifesaver, really, uh, as we were able to maintain great uh, delivery performance in the spite of some real uh, challenges to raw materials to supply. So on some days and some weeks, our uh, planning teams were literally down to the last few tons of virgin raw material that they were having to plan. But having product available and being delivered from Wellingborough and Vika Recycling uh, made sure that we could continue supply to our customers. So during that time um, of COVID and, and, and the last couple of years, when we were all struggling with getting supply of, of product, we didn't slip below 97% on our delivery full on time, which was uh, you know, exceptional for us. And we were very proud of that. Yeah, it's very exceptional. Yeah, definitely. So 
we, also with that in mind then, so what's your approach being with the customers? How have you protected them? Yeah, so uh, as I mentioned before, um, the first thing we've done is made sure that our purchasing team um, have been front and centre in everything we do in terms of making sure that we uh, manage and, and get the best price we can in terms of the, that raw material coming through. However, you know, last year we did have to implement a surcharge um, and at that time we wanted to be transparent with our customers um, and therefore what we did was we we pegged that surcharge to a, a PVC index. We were very clear about what that number would be the, the following month. So we've always given four weeks notice on that surcharge change. So we will, uh, on, at the beginning of the month, we will signal what that surcharge change will be the beginning of the next month based on that PVC index. So, so that's been really important to us. We did see a, a peak in the oil price in, in March, and, and that, uh, that, was, that was a real worry for everybody in the industry. Um, and we did communicate to customers at that time that, that uh, prices could significantly increase. Um, and although it wasn't the best news to be giving to customers, they really appreciate that our heads up on that sort of communication. Fortunately, that position with the oil price at, uh, at extremely high price didn't last more than a few days. Um, so we were pleased that, that that exceptional price didn't come through into the market. But, but all through this process, we've been exceptionally transparent with our customers, explain the mechanism by which the surcharge will, will go in. And then hopefully in the not too distant future, we'll start to wind out back to, uh, I wouldn't say a normal level, but hopefully a, a lower level than where we are today. Brilliant. Sounds like you've done absolutely everything you can. So how do you see the rest of the year playing out? Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting question that a lot of people do ask that. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have a crystal ball, but I will believe that these inflationary pressures that we've seen will be with us for the next couple of years. Some of the economists and analysts believe that it's going to take that long for some of those long term prices to start to come out of the market. However, in the short term, for the remainder of this year, I'm hoping that that will slow down um, and we'll start to see some stability in the market. In terms of customers, we've uh, seen them continue to have healthy order books. Um, however, when I visited them in the last couple of weeks, they've seen their um, lead times start to improve. So coming down from 10, 12 weeks down to um, three, four, five weeks. So we are seeing a slight softening demand, as we'd, we'd expect. Um, and, you know, who knows where the economy will shape up in the next um, few, uh, few months uh, as, as we head towards um, the, the end of the summer and, and the winter. Um, but, but from a VECA point of view and what we're trying to do with our customers, we're going to continue to focus on our service and delivery performance. Um, as I said, supplying customers um, th throughout the, the recent couple of years um, has been really important to us and making sure that we've delivered that in full on time. As I said, our OTIF didn't drop below 97%, even in the toughest of times, but we're well up now above 99%. So as these challenging market economic uh, conditions continue to, to push us, um, we will continue to respond. Um, continue to support our customers, continue to innovate, um, and, and hopefully we, we can, uh, as an industry uh, and a business, 
uh, with the support of our customers, we can ride out this uh, this rocky period. Absolutely brilliant, Tim. Sounds like Vika customers are in safe hands. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you, Richard. Really enjoyed it. Speak soon. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Tim as much as I did. If you'd like to hear more podcasts like this one, consider subscribing. Otherwise, thank you for listening. Until next time.